0: It's time to welcome in Utah State football coach Blake Anderson. Coach, good morning. Good morning. So, coach, a tale of two halves. Is that just new rockney at halftime in there? You just you break out your best stuff.
1: <laughs> well, I, I let them know I wasn't happy. Um, honestly, really, just guys, we got to wake up. I, I was worried about it all week going in. I've been there uh, a bunch uh, through my career and and knew what to expect and tried to explain it to our guys as best I could. One in 17, really tough place to get to, and you got to travel through and, uh, El Paso to get there. You're on the bus. It's in the middle of nowhere. You get there, and it's empty, and it was super hot. We've been practicing at about 45, 50 degrees every day. It was 80 on Saturday, and it just basically everything you want to give us a chance to come out and play sloppy, which is exactly what we did early uh, and, and then they responded in a huge way. Third quarter, I mean, three and outs and, and, and straight you know straight drives down to the to the end zone and score and touchdowns and not settling for field goals. We responded, but, man, it was frustrating to start.
2: If you want to go positive, is there something to be said that, well, you tried, but at the same time you can't BS these kids so you can straight talk them because they got enough street snorts to know that you're playing a 1-7 team and we probably don't need to have our a plus effort. I know that's not what you want, but if you step back and think, well, at least they know what's real and maybe that can help you interact with them. I'm trying to reach for something positive here, coach. <laughs>
1: you know, I don't think you I don't think you can make every team to be out, you know, the be- best team on your schedule. I think they're smart enough. There's too much information out there. You watch the tape, you see it, you see the record, um like opponents that we've played and how they've responded to those like opponents but it's just too much information if i come in there and try to make every team to be out to be the best team in the country that i'm gonna lose credibility so i was very honest with them about what to expect uh we're the better team going in physically it shows on the tape it shows in the record but it is our responsibility to go there and play to our standard not to the opponent and it's not that we went and played without good effort we just didn't play good ball We we made some really silly mistakes early it was sloppy and i think it took us a little while to to get used to just how hot it really was it was it was ridiculously hot compared to what we've been in here recently and um we just didn't respond real real well but but as the second quarter later in the second quarter you started to see it turn in the third and fourth quarter played played lights out the way we could have and should have played the whole game and you know, there's a responsibility, I told him There's a responsibility for me telling you the truth, that you know what we're up against and you got to go play our best ball because we need to get better this week. Uh, there's a lot riding on the, the the last three weeks of the season and we need to improve. And, um, didn't do it early, but definitely did some things down the stretch of the game that was, was good to see.
0: So you do have a lot at stake here the last three weeks. The the division title is out there. If you win out, it's yours. You don't need any help. You just got to go win and go do it. And the San Jose team – you're in the spot you're in, not the spot they're in because you've won some close games right at the end at Washington State and Air Force, the UNLV game later. Uh, You you could easily be sitting on four or five wins. They're five and five. Do you think the guys will look at the record, the scores in the video and, and get a different message as they prep for the Spartans?
1: Well, I think they have a healthy respect for this crew, and they know that they got the quarterback back. You know, they were able to watch the second half of that game against Nevada the other night and see it. We got back in time to watch the whole second half. Already, already hear a bunch of guys just in the building. They they know what we're up against. Uh, we'll go in as an underdog, I'm sure. Now they got their quarterback back. They've got a great defense in front. They won the league a year ago. Every reason that I would expect to go in there. Uh, with them favored to win on a late late Saturday night game and and kind of everything stacked against it, so I I, I think um, completely different environment than what we just what we just came out of. They know how good this team is and that the record's a little bit deceiving because they've played through some big injuries and, and and did not have their quarterback until this past week, and that changes a lot for them because he is a phenomenal player.
2: Yeah, he certainly is. No question about that. You got Tyler back in there after having some injury issues. He didn't have a lot of carries. I think he at seven or eight or something like that. Uh, what do you expect as far as his health going forward?
1: You know, he's fine. Uh, he, he cramped up, to be honest, the other day. Didn't pull anything, nothing that'll keep him out. Just, uh, again, has not gotten a lot of reps. Didn't hydrate really, really well going in. I think the heat got everybody by surprise. It was, it was much hotter than, than anticipated, I think. Um, you know, it's one thing to look at it, what you see that it says it's going to be on paper. Another thing to go feel it and, and then to uh, to go out and just kind of have your body respond. But he's fine. I, I thought what snaps he got were really, really effective. Uh, he'd love to have one drop that he that he missed uh, back, but, but he ran the ball really, really well. His legs look fresh. We just got to get him ready to go on Saturday night, and we'll need him to do so because we've got to keep them off balance and we've got to be able to uh, – to run the ball and, and stay ahead of the change against this front because they can rush the passer as good as anybody we've seen this year cannot be off schedule against San Jose.
0: Utah State football coach Blake Anderson joining us do you think at this point in the season you've seen everything that people can throw at Devin Tompkins and everyone knows what the deal is now regardless of what a defense tries to do to stop him?
1: Well the best thing we're doing is moving him around all over the field so it makes it really difficult to to try to, you know, double him and bracket him. You just don't know where he's gonna be next. He's clearly super super skilled and, and, and loves to compete for the ball and play it play it above the rim. I think also the fact that a lot of other guys are making huge catches. You're getting that out of Derek Wright, you're getting it out of Brandon Bowling. We got two huge catches out of Kyle Van Lewen and and, and McGrib so it's not like he is the only guy catching the ball. Obviously, his numbers are through the roof, and he's going he's gonna to try to give you everything he's got every week, but I think the ability to move him around and to not know where he's going to be next and the fact that everybody else uh, can step up and make plays if you really commit all your time and energy to to Tompkins, you're giving up other things. Uh, you know, I, I believe it allows us to keep him as involved as, as we have, and uh, I was surprised that how they played him this week? I don't know that they just felt like they didn't have any other options, but uh, but really put him in a lot of one on ones. And, and clearly, when you do that, he's he's gonna he's gonna hurt you.
2: Twenty years ago, exactly this season, I was a beat writer for the Salt Lake Tribune, and my assignment that year was Utah State, and they had a kid named Kevin Curtis. I'm sure you've heard of him, and he yep. was he was a smaller guy, but he played in the NFL. Now uh, Tomkins is small, even smaller. Than uh, Curtis, but man, the numbers he's putting up, uh, even though the size, I don't think is obviously going to work in his favor. Is he viewed as an NFL guy?
1: Yeah, I think he's got a future at the next level in the right system at the right place. I think the more we expand his special teams role, which we'll continue to do, um, you know, he, he's he's so versatile in terms of what he can uh, he can handle football IQ wise. So he can be anywhere on the field. Not everybody's gonna, you know, not every program up there is gonna look for a small guy or take a small guy, but there are a lot of guys his size or around his size that are on rosters still in, in finding value in the NFL. So it's gonna take the right place. He's gonna need to stay healthy. Uh, you know, he's got another year under his belt next year, and we can just continue to expand and work on his role. Uh, I think there's a ton of things that that he can do at the next level if if he just continues to show consistency. He's done a great job of, of opening everybody's eyes at that level. They are, they are really excited about what he's doing. You know, obviously he's got to overcome the size, but there are there are some guys up there playing that are around the, the same size as Devin, and, and I think that plays into his favor.
0: Were you surprised by how thoroughly Boise State beat Fresno State in Fresno?
1: I was. Now you know you turn the ball over like Fresno did, and, and it happens to anybody. We we uh, you know we we. We've been victim of that before, and, and when you look at some, some key uh, upsets, I guess, but I don't know that you consider that an upset. I mean, playing on the road, obviously, you would anticipate Fresno to um, to play better uh, at home than they did. And um, the quarterback has had such a good year and protected the ball. Uh it was surprising me that they turned the ball over and that the game got away that late. I, I was expecting it to be a one-possession type game, but I knew that Boise was more than good enough to win it. And and they, they did just that, so... Uh, in that sense not a huge surprise but the way they won it uh, I didn't expect
2: last couple of games have been off the radar as far as the regular television opportunities now you're back on uh, as you already spoke about that uh, how important is that for recruiting
1: it's huge anytime you can put the brand out there and the logo that is going to get seen by a lot of folks it just helps us continue to build the recruiting footprint uh, we, if we play well which we have in those environments all year I think uh, more and more you know t- televisions are turned our way and heck it doesn't have to be TVs anymore you can watch it on your phone and everything else so uh, it'll be one of the last games on there'll be a lot of people asleep probably on the east Coast but hopefully in the central part of the United States and west coast a lot of eyes on the game it means a lot to both teams they're in a they're in a playoff scenario do or die can't afford to lose one we need to we need to make sure and take care of our business so so we don't need help uh, to get into the game so there's a lot riding on it should be a great game two good football teams
0: well it looks like a big old construction zone because it is a big old construction zone so keep everybody focused between the sidelines and the goal lines and don't worry about all the bizarreness around you there it'll be an intriguing game we're looking forward to it coach appreciate it guys thanks for joining us there's the head coach Blake Anderson he's taking Utah State out to San Jose State they got three games left if they win them they're in the Mountain West Conference title game get her done and there will be heavy favors against the say. Lobos so yeah. it's the two games you're really thinking about because we're assuming that they'll handle handle New Mexico in the season finale
2: I think and, it'll be Wyoming too yeah
0: two last place teams this is easily the toughest of the three games on paper and to oh. this point you get on the wrong side of the turnover thing anything can become a game
2: well that quarterback what's his name Starkle I mean he's he's good he's good he saw that last season when he's right. Yeah, he's, this is his third program. Yeah. What was it? Arkansas? Who was the other program? Texas A&M. and m that's right. Yeah. So those are names that jump out at you. And they had their big season last year, and, and he's been injured, but he's back. And so I, I view this game as a toss-up. I have no idea what the line is, but I view it as a toss-up. He knew, and he was right. Spartans are favored. Four
0: and a half. Okay. I still view it as a toss-up. Yeah. Well, four and a half, that's still a one-play game. DJ and PK brought to you in part by Lee's Heating and Air, home to the award-winning line of American Standard furnaces and air conditioners. Call Lee's now for the $59 furnace tune-up. They got a special $59 furnace tune-up special or you can visit them online at leesheatac.com. Your feedback next.